0: Welcome back, my friends. I'm your host, Ryan Hercules, and you found your way to the Idiot's Toolbox. Hey, if you like what I'm doing here, spread the word for me, please. You're going to love today's episode, all 2,600 plus words. If you want to talk small talk, talk it to your coworkers, ask them about the weather or TPS reports, but you're not going to get any small talk here because your time is way too valuable to waste. Let's get her going. One amusing story. I received an email from a listener that said, quote, Ryan, I love the show about how gay the Navy's uniform is, but you're just wrong, end quote. I don't know what he meant by I'm wrong. Wrong as in it's not the gayest? If that's what he meant, he's definitely wrong. Or wrong in that I shouldn't be shredding the Navy. I don't know, clarification needed. But here's a great quote for this listener. A problem is half answered by a properly worded question. What I mean by that is if you're gonna take the time to contact me, for Christ's sake, make it clear and concise or don't bother. Let's jump right into today's topic, nakedness. Yeah, nakedness. Today's subject matter content is nakedness. Nakedness is a weird thing. It's one of those things that can be both titillatingly sexy or horrifyingly offensive. The juxtaposition of different types of nakedness is stark, often shockingly dissimilar. The concept of nakedness evokes, depending on context, polar opposite emotions. We all know the sensual and hot type of naked. We all have phones and an internet connection. No context needed for this type of nakedness. But the other type of nakedness is far less dissected and talked about, until now. The other nakedness is the kind that's far less erotic, yet far more common. It's our own nakedness. Examples of that kind of nakedness, that non-sexy nakedness abound. Here's what I mean. That image staring back at us as we just exited the shower, or bright light nakedness of anyone, or in the locker room nakedness, Generally speaking, I would wager that most people are not comfortable being totally in the buff. But there is a surprising number of people that do enjoy their own naked self. Like most things, there's a range of comfort that governs. There exist different types of comfort with nakedness. One extreme example of this is the Aaron Andrews type of nakedness, where you dance naked in front of a mirror. You eye guzzle your reflection and admire just how spectacular you are. For those of you that, who have forgotten or didn't even know Aaron Andrews, she was a fairly hot sports announcer that was outed by some creep that was recording through her hotel door as she admired her own curves. But there is the other side of the nakedness coin, Most people I know can't stand the image of themselves naked and would not partake in the Aaron Andrews type of celebratory nakedness. I imagine that she's not the only hot woman that does that, that falls in love with her reflection. My gym, my crummy, shitty little neighborhood gym is filled with attractive young ladies working out six inches from the mirror, their gaze unbroken as they stare at their own hotness. In a world that craves and rewards beauty, where beauty is so deeply sought after, to stare naked at yourself and admire yourself must be quite pleasing if what you see is what you want to see. Despite women's libbers attempting to get young women to emphasize less beauty, the beauty industry is stronger than ever. The slutty Halloween costumes for girls are still trending. Girls want to be beautiful, period. No bra-burning, grotesque blue hair is going to change that. For me, I don't particularly feel comfortable being naked. I don't really care for the reflection of myself standing there in my birthday suit. This isn't a big dick, little dick thing. I just don't like being naked around other people. I shower at the gym a few times a week, and I've got a whole procedure to avoid being naked for a millisecond longer than I have to be. I don't care for nakedness, but I particularly don't like being around other people's full frontal. But nakedness still pushes into my world. As much as I dislike other people's nakedness, I can't get away from it. And the type of nakedness that pushes its way into my world is the worst, absolute worst type of nakedness, old guy nakedness. Old dudes literally care not about being on natural. They have zero shame. Old guys have no compunction about swinging their saggy nut sacks around my gym locker room. You, my friend, may not give gravity a second thought, but consider this. Gravity is one directional, unlike magnets that both attract and repel. Gravity only exists to pull objects together, and in this case, this case of old men, it's their ball sack being pulled in a decades-long tug-of-war with the floor. This is how gravity acts. Gravity's properties are astounding. Gravity can bend light. Gravity can make our oceans bulge. Gravity is not a force as much as an effect, and according to Einstein, gravity travels at the speed of light. But literally, the last thing I wanna see after working out is what gravity has done to the human genitalia over the course of eight decades. When I'm in the locker room or even in my own shower at home, I wrap up my biscuit the second I turn the water off. I don't like being naked. I like being wrapped up in a towel like a burrito or a cheese blitz. Over the years, I've been in locker rooms and gyms or swim clubs or country club locker rooms. And the one universal rule of nakedness is that old guys never feel the urge to wrap themselves in a towel. I have literally seen two old guys standing naked in the locker room of my country club, talking as if nothing was askew. There they are, standing toe-to-toe naked, gut-to-gut, schlong-to-schlong, just standing there chatting. Two old guys could be talking about anything, iron supplements. They could be talking about burial plots or Medicare, just standing there chatting, naked, It didn't matter that their towels were hanging within arm's reach, neither of them feeling the basic human urge to cover up. It's so odd to me, two elderly men standing bare ass, just chatting. Frankly, I'm uncomfortable watching it. Oh, you're asking me why I was watching? Look, I'm not salaciously watching with my unit in my hand. I'm watching it out of the same curiosity that I gawk at anything strange and out of the ordinary. I bet an informal survey would yield this conclusion, that most people don't know that old guys in locker rooms love letting their junk hang out. I guarantee that most people don't know that. I bet that most people don't know that most old guys in a locker room look like the Salvador Dali painting of melting clocks. I think for a man not knowing you're naked or not caring that you're naked in a room with other males cements the fact that you're old. Not caring about being naked is a milestone for a man of getting old. Here are some other harbingers that you're old. If you develop a fascination with the History Channel, you're old. If you're hungry at 5.30 for dinner or you drink more Metamucil than beer or you take joint juice supplements rather than smoking joints, you're old. If you get hair where none used to grow and lose it where it once did grow, you're old. If your gas tank never dips below 3 quarters full, you're old, and most importantly, if you are acutely comfortable in your old, in your own nakedness, this, my friends, is a sure sign that you are old. To underscore my point about how old guys love being make naked, my kids and I were at a swim club years ago. I don't know, my kids were maybe five or six years old, young. There's this old guy sitting on a bench in front of his locker and mind you, he's bare the bench, the same bench that I normally sit on. He's got one leg crossed over his other, and he's using a large toenail clipper to trim these yellow, jagged, overgrown, disgusting toenails of his. Before I could realize what the F was happening, it was too late. This naked old guy was clipping his toenails, sending them shooting across the locker room floor. My kids you know, five or six years old, would go scurrying across the floor to pick up his yellow toenail shards and bring them back to him and hand them to him where he would carefully place them into a growing pile on the bench next to him. It was like my kids were shagging balls in center field. It was a game to my kids. He clipped his, no- his toenails and they chased them down. This old guy, this old naked guy, was actually entertained by this and felt no qualms about what he was doing. Honestly, I was just grossed out at the sight of him and his naked flat ass sitting on that bench. I was horrified to see my kids acting like hunting dogs retrieving his fucking toenails. Have any of you spent any time around an old person? I mean a really old person. It's depressing as hell. Have you ever had an old pet, you know, a once vibrant pet get old and die? It's much like that, but worse. What strikes me most about getting old, and I don't mean Will Ferrell old or even Joe Biden old. I mean like grandfatherly old where you need help with the daily functions of life. I was at a doctor's office recently, and an elderly gentleman shuffles in, and he checks in at the little window at the doctor's office. He tells the lady behind the glass that he's there to have his toenails clipped. Seriously, he had to go to the doctor's office to get his toenails clipped, to get them trimmed. Why would anyone become a doctor if you have to clip old, yellow, gross toenails? I'm guessing when that dude was in medical school, the doctor, they probably didn't mention to him that he'd be clipping old man's toenails. Yeah, the money's pretty good at being a doctor, but I assure you there are easier ways to make money than dabbling in toenails. When I was in college, I took an art history class, senior year, spring semester of senior year. Every class Every class like art history you thought was going to be an easy class, blow-off class, good grade, right? Well, the professor was wise to this, and on the very first day of that class, she held up a picture of the Mona Lisa, you know, da Vinci's early 16th century painting, currently hanging behind bomb-proof glass in the Louvre in Paris. She warned the class that art history was not a blow-off class. This wasn't underwater basket weaving. This isn't a no-show kind of class where you could still pull a B or an A. Imagine imagine the nerve of that broad, stressing me out spring semester of my senior year. Of course I dropped the class the way that the CDC dropped the ball on COVID research. I imagine medical school maybe would have the same result with with the whole toe clipping thing. Maybe on the first day of medical school, they should go through some of the stuff that doctors actually have to do other than cash fat checks. Imagine, if you will, the first day of medical school being like my art history class. The professor on the first day of medical school stands up and he says, hey, congratulations to all of you for making it here, whether or not you check the minority box or not, congratulations, nevertheless. I want to tell you a few things about medical school, some things that we don't advertise in our medical school brochure. The professor continues to address this group of aspiring doctors. Yes, it is all true that being a physician will allow lots of benefits to all of you. You will make gobs of money. You can talk down to people. You can have sex with young nurses and pharmaceutical reps. Yes, that's all true. But you also have to trim all guys' toenails. At that moment, you would hear my chair scratching across the floor as I pushed back from the table and headed to the registrar's office for my refund. I have found doctors in my anecdotal experience to be some of the most flip, condescending, arrogant dick-in-the-mouths I've ever met. Just awful people. I know my sample size is way too small to draw any hard and fast conclusions, so I won't try. Let's get the train back on the tracks. Nakedness. Remember the group, the Bare Naked Ladies? They sang a song called One Week and Brian Wilson, both pretty average, forgettable songs, you would not want to see them naked. You know why? Because they're dudes. It's an odd name for a band of dudes, bare naked ladies. Anyhow, if you Google the term nakedness, you want to know what you get? Spoiler, it doesn't look like Pornhub. What it looks like is mostly gross. Old fat guys with big units, soft body women long overdue for their waxing appointments, and dudes blowing each other. Seriously, if you scroll down far enough after typing in the term nakedness on Google, this is what pops up. Google, famous for protecting us from the rants of a former lunatic commander-in-chief, yet dudes blowing each other is okay. Mind you, I didn't search the term dudes blowing each other. I just searched the term nakedness. Nakedness means different things to different people, right? Let's consider for a moment the art world. Nakedness evokes images like those famously painted by the Dutch master Rubens. Or maybe most famously Botticelli's Birth of Venus. Both of them famous for painting naked women of that period. Nakedness to a doctor or someone in the medical field is not sensual in the least bit. It's plain and ordinary like a lumpy bag of potatoes. Nakedness is even different in the advertising industry. It's sexy. It's carefully posed. It's lighted and airbrushed to invoke a particular emotion from the viewer. And on the other hand, nakedness in the religious world. Nakedness in the religious world can be seen as sinful and impermissible. It has long been rumored that Hasidic Jews have sex through a hole in a sheet. This turns out to be completely untrue. Nakedness to me is certainly different than nakedness to you both in your concept of nakedness and how you feel about it. Case in point, I used to live in Boston. I'm actually a Northeast guy and I paid to see an ex- exhibit from a photographer named Robert Maplethorpe. If you don't know Maplethorpe, Maplethorpe was a provocative photographer whose subjects were often nude males, often gay nude males. A younger version of myself went to see the exhibit in Boston. Take it easy, I went with my girlfriend. There was nothing shocking in the general mix of photographs hanging on the wall. Plenty of garden variety of nakedness, but nothing to assault the senses. However, within that exhibit, there was a separate exhibit of Maplethorpe's more racy photos. A kind of exhibit within an exhibit. Here was the real nakedness. Many people did not dare enter that separate exhibit. Many did. I did. To this day, I still have nightmares and wake up screaming for my mama. No, I'm kidding, of course. My tolerance for seeing other people's nakedness is clearly higher than, to- than my tolerance for seeing myself naked. Maplethorpe's explicit pictures of nakedness didn't really bother me that much. I guess other people's junk is more interesting than my own. People's lives are certainly more interesting than mine, so why not other people's nakedness? I don't mind your nakedness, but I can barely tolerate my own. My wish for the world is to bring back some shame to this world and not celebrate being naked. You may see sexy staring back at you in the mirror, but if I was looking, I may see something just gross. Keep covered up, my friends. and Keep listening to me, Ryan Hercules. See ya!